ready your ears. Time to test your ability to change lanes. Enjoy the ride. Here we go. Another podcast from the group Changing Lanes Above the Neck. Stay tuned to absorb real discussions for and about real people. Welcome everybody out there to Changing Lanes Above the Neck, episode 28. We have Jessica and uh, Connie on the mic, and Connie's uh, being real fun today. Yes. So, hi, Jessica. How are you doing today? We're happy to have you here for the first time. We're going to have a blast. Thank you. I think our topic today is expectations and dating. What are some of the expectations in dating, ladies? That they call you? (laughs) So they don't (laughs) ghost you? (laughs) Wow, right off the bat. All right. They have to call you in order to date you, don't they? Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Imagine that. That kind of goes hand in hand. They have to actually make a phone call. Can women make the first move? They can. I don't like to. No, me neither. Why? Does it show that you're desperate or something? Does it have a Uh negative connotation? No, but it'd be nice. You want your man to take charge. I do. I want my man to take charge. Yeah, I agree. Okay. Maybe old old fashioned. Yeah. And when that doesn't work, what do you do? Ghost him. Move on. You have to set the expectation uh, ahead of time because you don't want to be the one making all the decisions, right? Right. I agree. Yeah. But what I happens think- if it's a bossy woman? I've had a couple of bossy women and they boss me around. Well, they think I'm bossy. Too. Oh, no. <laughs> Seriously? <laughs> no way. I think, yeah, I think me and Connie can both be bossy if we want to. That's why you need a man that can take charge and be like, oh, yeah. Okay. Put you- Keep you in line. Keep you keep without you know us. without the fist. <laughs> yeah, the fist doesn't help. But go ahead. Well, just to be bossier than us and to take charge, and you want them to show the interest. I don't know. Maybe for me, it's an insecurity <laughs> thing, but I want them to show that they're interested. And one way they can show interest and in that I'm worth their effort is by, you know, taking the initiation, the initiative of calling, making the date, making the plans. And then as the relationship evolves, then you can, then you start working together and, you know, having equal input on where where you're going, what you're going to do. So does the woman ever pay on a date? Hell no. <laughs> that is so wrong. Why can't women pay? I don't understand. Why is that so wrong? Why can't women? Okay. Do women ever pay? Yes. There we go. Yeah. Okay. I think it's okay All right. down the road, okay. but I think in the beginning. The man has to pay. I think your first date, he should pay. Yeah. Well, you know, I did have this conversation with somebody recently, and they were saying whoever initiated the date date should pay. I think that makes sense. But since you guys never initiate, you guys never pay. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, and I think it depends on the kind of relationship you want. Some women want to have a 50-50 relationship and go Dutch. If you don't want them to get any, if you go out on a date, maybe if it's a blind date and you're not interested in them. And then if they (laughs) offer to pay half, that's a bad sign. So let's go down. (laughs) If we're offering to pay, you're never going to see you again. Ghost. (laughs) The first part of the ghost. (laughs) (laughs) So what happens when things go to friend zone? That's a a good topic. The FZ. I think it's hard to go from the romantic thought process to a friend process. If I'm going out on a date with somebody with the hopes of romance coming it would be hard for me to become friends with them 
I guess, but it's if I wanted to keep it romantic and they were wanted to be friends, I don't know. I guess it's kind of difficult. But what happens if that person can be a great friend, like like your best friend in the world, and you miss out because you say, hey, if we can't be romantic, I'm Xing you. You're yeah. out of here. I think that, that a lot of women kind of give up on that too soon sometimes. Sometimes a guy can be a good friend. You guys got well, great guy friends. I think if your relationship starts out as friendship and mm-hmm. it evolves into something that's different to go back to friends, maybe. But it can't go backwards. <clears throat> yeah, that's true. Well, yeah, well I know for a guy it can, but, but for women, I, I don't think yeah, it can. Yeah, once you have first sex with I them. Think what? First. Have what? Well, I think it can go backwards. <sighs> oh, my God. Say, say that again, Jessica. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, I said I think it can go backwards depending on the what the friendship was before. Maybe it was like a little trial thing. Let's see if we can date. And it doesn't yeah, work out. It doesn't work out. You realize you're better friends and lovers. Lovers. See? Yeah, that's true. Secret love. But what if you go into it thinking it's going to be romantic and then go into friends? I personally have never done that. Okay. Have well, you? Yeah. Yeah. And I think um, like if you're out with somebody and you realize right away, hey, this, this person's a lot friend. of fun, but yeah. there's some crazy in there. <laughs> The C word. Oh, man. Have you done that? What? You've gone out romantically and then went to friendship mode? Kind of. And stayed? F- okay. Kind of. kind of mean? Like, we'll meet for coffee every now and then. We're not the best of friends, but we say, hey, you know, how's it going? We'll meet for coffee. Meet for coffee. Yeah. What do you and, talk and about happens. when you meet for coffee? How the kids are, what's going on, how the job is. It's like two friends. It's, but it is kind of strange. Do you look forward to meeting them for coffee? I actually do. Yeah. Okay. Just to see what's been going on in her life since I've talked to her before. Yeah. Is that really the only reason you're doing that? Or are you wanting to see if something sparks up again? That's the only reason. For real? For real. Okay. I never. Matter of fact, we did a podcast together. Oh, you did? Yeah, I have to show you the number. Yeah. So there, Miss Smarty Pants. I'm just curious. I'm yeah. not trying to be smart. Yeah, that's okay. So back to expectations and get off of me for a second. Asking out for dinner. What if somebody invites you over for dinner? What's your expectation for that? Mm. Like, I, I don't think you should go to dinner. someone's house for dinner the first date. Because expectation is kind of like, hey, it's boom, boom time. That's maybe. true. Yeah. Okay. Maybe, so we're only talking about later. first date? Yeah, first dates. Okay, sorry. Yeah, like, I like the first date. Okay. You know, that you meet. Uh, like I told you, I think I told her that I have this friend in Denver. <clears throat> and he... When he starts dating at uh, uh, Match.com, he'll have a 6 o'clock, 7 o'clock, 8 o'clock at uh, Starbucks. Hmm. First date. And then he'll meet all three, and then he'll get the the staff to put their input, and, and he'll figure out which one he dates out of the three. <laughs> is this really a friend in Denver, or is this you? <laughs> this is not me. I've never been on Match, okay? <laughs> when I say a friend, I really mean a friend, not like the other times. A friend in Denver. Do the women know that they're no, in line? They're no. having meetings, interviews? No. no, come on. No. Yeah, but it works, though. Well, it takes all the pressure off of him because he knows. Like, He's going to, hey, I'm a scorer. What I mean, I, what I, one out of really, three ain't bad. Right? Like, oh, well, I'm so great. I'll just line up through him and see which one's best. Well, <laughs> or or maybe I'm insecure and I need three to make one. It's uh, a big issue. Oh. Uh, I've got a friend, and I had this conversation. And this is a friend, because this is a girl. And she has four, no, no, she has three boyfriends. She has three boyfriends to make one. One for sex, one for conversation, 
and the other one for money. Three guys make one, and they all have their special roles. What do you think about that? Do they know it? Uh, I don't think so. No. Hmm. I don't agree with it. You don't agree with it? Yeah, I don't either, because that's not being very honest. Oh, honesty. Man, you guys are all over the place today. Honesty. So, I mean. That's one of Connie's biggest words, the honest, the the H word. (laughs) Yeah, I think if they all kind of knew, like, hey, we're. We're, we're, uh, we're playing, a, playing a role. Someone else is coming in tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> then, then, that's, then that's their fault. Tag. Me, but yeah. Well, maybe they do, but I'm, I'm pretty sure they don't. And it's she's not, been doing this for years. Years. With the same guys? I think so, yeah. Hmm. Wow. Yeah. They have to know about each other by now. Everybody has a role, though. That's okay if, if everyone has a role. Well, yeah, but it's t- unfortunate that. You know, she's not finding all three roles in one person. Well, you know how hard that is, girlfriend, to find one person. I know how hard that is. Well, I'm th- just thinking of the time management also. <laughs> well, after a couple of years, I think she has it down. <laughs> well, and how can <laughs> the other two, the, especially the money man, he's got to be getting boom boom. There's no way he's giving her money without that. Well, I don't know yeah. about that. How about part-time boom boom? Not the full boom boom. What's part-time boom-boom? Like, but without the um. <laughs> but, um. I don't know about that. I'll have to ask There's him. no, and I can see the one for conversation is probably more of a friendship. You could, yeah. you know, it's yeah, a platonic a friend, friend type of thing. Yeah. But I can tell you the one with the So money. do sex and money yeah. go hand in hand? Oh, for sure. Yes. What? There's no way somebody's yeah. giving you money without the expectation right. of... Something. Yeah, whether it's sex or I a more think commi- that's kind of a that's an unfair absolute because there's got to be one guy out there that can just give away money just for giving away money. Do you know him? What's his name? <laughs> <laughs> where is he at? <laughs> I have no clue where this guy is. It ain't me because I don't have a friend like that. Let's talk about crazy. Yes, this is going to be one of the favorite subjects. So, Jessica, define crazy. Oh, yeah, I think crazy is, I think everyone has their own definition of crazy. What, what is you yours? What you think is crazy? Oh, gosh, I don't know. I have to think about that. Connie, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Connie, Connie, that's all kind of crazy. Well, I think, you know, like, what someone's norm is, other person's crazy. Yep. So, you might be used to really... Or even getting bossed around, you know, like the bossy woman, that's her name, That that's her norm, but to a guy like me, that's crazy. It all depends on your uh, baseline, I guess. Yeah, exactly. What you're used to. Yeah, tolerance, yeah. Because it can sneak up on you. So should you tell the how far into the dating sequence should you tell them about your crazy? Well, is this with money bags, conversation, or the sex guy? Yeah. I'm talking normal guy. Just normal one, one-on-one dating, normal guy. Everything's going well. Let's say that when you smell bananas, you go nutso. So you say, hey, first date. Hey, when I, smell, when I smell bananas, I go nutso. Or she wait till a third date when you actually smell a banana and then go crazy. So what should you do? I would wait till the third date because if you tell them on the first date that you smell bananas and you go crazy, they're going to automatically think, woohoo, I'm going to get lucky tonight. Yeah. I'm what? Some bananas. <laughs> <laughs> or they might take something too serious, too. You might say something that's kind of a half joke. And they might be like, man, this chick's scary, crazy. And I'm saying that from something I heard on the radio. Yes. So, yes, the radio. You know, just a, yeah, someone that was 
scared of a person he went on a date with. And, you know, she's like, I was joking about that. But so I guess, it, yeah, I think Connie's right. You have to wait a few days so they get to know your personality. Yeah. <clears throat> and but, decide if they like it. Some people have morbid personalities and some people get scared by those morbid personalities. Oh, definitely. Go ahead. I was just going to say, you know, that getting to know the person just like I'm more of a dry, sarcastic sense of humor. And um, so people have to, you got to ease people into that generally. Humor is a big one. That I'm funny? No, humor. Oh. Humor in oh, relationships. Yeah. Well, no, you got to have human relationships because yeah. we have to laugh at ourselves. But I dated, not dated, but had a date with a woman once who wasn't very, she was dry as, as a saltine humor wise. Now, do you say she was dry as a saltine because she wasn't laughing at your jokes? She didn't think <laughs> not you were just funny? my jokes, but she was wrapped tight. Yeah, did I, you I take could her tell. to a comedy show? No. Well, how do you know? You can tell. You can tell when someone's wrapped tight. You don't have to. Maybe she was just shy. No, she was wrapped tight. Okay. Uh, well, not twice. So I figured out after the second time going out, she was wrapped tight, and that's okay. But it just wasn't for me. Right. No, I like humor too in a relationship. That's a big, a big deal. You know, helps the relationship. It helps settle um, tense moments or when they reveal they're crazy. Yeah. <laughs> the big reveal. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if I have any. I don't know what kind of crazy stuff guys have exposed to me that have been super crazy. But it's always you know? after the first or second date. <clears throat> right. Yeah. Or even right longer. Out. But like I was telling Jessica, some people can hide crazy three, six, nine months, and and then it comes out. But like I said, remember uh, we had that talk about how you can coax crazy out and tell crazy to come to me? Remember that? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I was telling her how you can. He drove around on purpose, acting like he was lost to see if somebody, if the girl went that shit. Yeah. What? You did? Yeah. See, someone might think that's crazy. (laughs) (laughs) Actually, that is kind of crazy. Yeah. That's 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 why, crazy trying to find crazy. And why do you have to test someone like that? Well, because because it was too good. I had you know something, just something, yeah. Aren't and she like passed. Setting, the, I think that's a whole new topic. Like you're setting her up for failure. You're looking for something wrong with her so that you can. But isn't every date like a litmus test? You know, you go into a date and you take the blue paper and you put the blue paper here and said, "Hey, you know, he he opened my car door. He passed. He doesn't chew with his mouth open. He passed." So every day's a litmus but test. But both people know that what the test is. Not all the time. On a litmus test, isn't it? Pretty up. It's pretty open. No, you're people, doing? not every guy opens car doors. So <laughs> not every. <laughs> Something that basic is crazy. Open a door for a woman. It's manners. They should be. Yeah. They should open the door for you. It's basic. I, I agree with you. Having manners. But every date is like a litmus test, though. So when, so when you go into a date, there's things that you expect, expectations again, and there's things that you don't expect. You know, you, you expect them to open your car door. You, you expect them to pay for the first dinner, obviously, for some reason. You expect all sorts of things. And he expects boom, boom, the first night. But maybe not. That's, that's okay. But I just because you expect it doesn't mean it's a deal breaker. Like, yeah. Maybe Man, the, like, she's, maybe she's hitting them all. <laughs> like, he's got some good things to him, but he doesn't open your car door. Yeah. So, so you have to weigh the good and the bad. You know, right. like, is that a big deal breaker? He didn't open my door, so therefore I'm going to trash him. Yeah, I agree with Jessica. It's not a deal breaker. It's a hope that I have that mm-hmm. he'll open the door for me and that he'll... I mean, if I went on a first date and he asked me to go half, I mean, I wouldn't say no, but... 
But that'd be a kind of a again. kind of a deal breaker, kind of. That would be. What's wrong with you paying half? I understand. Oh my goodness! But what happened if you initiated the date, like we said before? Would you pay? Well, I would offer to pay, but he should say no. I'll pay. And I'll say okay. <laughs> so, uh, so there's a little but it dance. Would not, it there's would a litmus test a, dance. It wouldn't be a deal breaker if he didn't pay. Okay. Because because you asked him out. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. But he would score big big points if he paid anyway. Yeah. See, now it becomes a game. Why can't we go into a relationship or a, or a, a date? Because because it turns into a game. You know, well, not a score, but it, that's a test, basically. Well, so, just so like the first date is a test. Driving around on acting lost on purpose. Thank you. That's de- <laughs> 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 every time I look at the same. That's different. That's like way into the date. I mean, the the relationship. Two, two hours. Oh. No, that's that's way into the relationship. Like months, months later. That's yeah. I'm just saying. That's, that's, that's when a guy thinks that man, things are going too well. I don't understand Let why it's check a game this out. that I'm saying if he pays for it, I'm not saying I wouldn't ever go out with him again. But he okay. just scores points in my mind if he does mm-hmm. pay. Okay. But it's not. I'm not saying okay. Well, he didn't do that, so boom, he's gone. His ass is gone. It just gives you value. It makes you, you know, that you're important it, it, enough. They are more. They're interested enough to pay for the date to have you back out. So will will it make you appreciate it more? Of course, mm-hmm. I yes. guess. Well, I get when women pay for dates. I'm like, wow, that was pretty cool. That's yeah. When she pops out her credit card, I get all excited. On the first date? No, not the first date. <laughs> I, I, I would never say yes and get slammed in this podcast. Oh well, no, heck no. no! I mean, it's legit. No, later, like, later. Yeah, later. If it is the first date, like, doesn't that make you go like, wow, this chick's gonna like be telling me to make the bed in the morning and mm-hmm. make her breakfast and. Be bossy. And, yeah, she, she's going to be wearing the pants in the family. I mean, wouldn't you think that? Uh, yeah, uh, again? Oh, my God, again. Uh. <laughs> or do you like it? I mean, some guys like it, so. Yeah, what do you like? God, back to me again. Um, I like 50-50. 50-50. Like, I'll pay for the first date. Every now and then, you can pay for something. And and that goes from the, stands, the same standpoint of you say, hey, let's go do this. Not have me decide all the time. Let's do this. Let's do this. Yeah. Let's do this. You know, you have a mind, you have wants and needs. So, what do you like to do? Right. Let's do something you like to do. Even if I don't like it, I will go out of my way to still do it because I know that's what you like. So, who pays for the date you don't like to do? <laughs> the person that likes it? The person that likes it, yes. But do you put that up front? You're like, I don't like chick flicks, so you have to pay. No, she'll say, uh, let's go to a movie, and I'll say, cool, and then she'll pay. Like, it's no big deal, yeah. So, you know, if we go to Justice League or Batman or something, then I pay. But if we go to some chick flick where I'm half asleep, but I'll sit there because she likes a movie. So I'll I'll, I'll sit there and kind of respect her time and try to stay awake. Because that's what I do. <laughs> I went out with this guy, and I told him that my expectation was for him, to, that he was the man he had to pay. You said that? Yes. Like so, right up front? I would say not right up front, but probably two or three dates. We went out together for like two, two, three years. But he did get annoyed with, um, he would say, you know, kind of throw that back in my face and I'd be like, well, and I would, you know, throw him a bone and pay every now and again. <laughs> That's so nice of you, Connie, that they're like, here, boy, here, boy. <laughs> oh. I don't mean to well, do the, the 
like he's a dog. I don't mean it that way, but I just there's other things that I did in the relationship mm-hmm. to contribute to the relationship. It's not just about money. Right. Gifts, right. time, talents. Right. Talents really rank great up there high. Because if he could, you know, he would come over for dinner a lot. I mean, yeah. I didn't ask him to bring the groceries. Okay. So that stuff is. I think you're so houses. right, Connie. Yes. Thank you. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. That's what Did I like you to say hear. Because you're afraid of her. No. Did you believe it? No, I. I think I said that because she's bossy, and, and and I'm going to agree with her right now. But no, that does make sense. If, if you're cooking quite a bit, and you know, and it all evens out. So, did you ever cut your grass or? And I don't mean that a metaphor. I mean it as a as a real <laughs> question. Yeah. No, um, acts of service. Acts were, of service, yeah. Were a little limited. He would um, offer to do stuff because there were things that I needed done, and he would offer, but then didn't never felt follow through with it. And then you get to the point where, you know, I feel like a nag. I shouldn't have to nag. But he offered, I, right? If he offered, I would. Yeah. I'll, I'll ask somebody. I'll ask somebody twice. You know, to help me do something, and then after that, if it, you know, don't get done, you move on to the next contestant. Right. Yeah. I mean, is that playing a game though? No. Or should it's I not. be playing? No. Or I, should I be nagging him? Keep asking. Keep asking. Well, if you're going out, you should ask him. Say, hey, look, I'm tired of keep asking about this. Are you going to do it or not? So, that the ultimatum phrase, maybe. What do you think? I don't know. I think like. And I don't want to just say guys in general. People in general Thank you. will say things that they think you want to say, want to hear, or want to hear to avoid any kind of confrontation, which I don't think is good. I disagree with. And so he might say, yeah, I, I plan on doing it when he really is like, oh, I, I really don't want to do it. And he doesn't want to do it. And so he doesn't end up doing it. So just be honest up front and say, hey, yeah, I don't like to mow grass. So yeah. go make me dinner. <laughs> Right now, go make some dinner. Oh man! Yeah, I agree. If you're if you have no intention of doing something, don't do it or don't offer to to do something. I think people have the I think people have intentions of doing things, and then they just don't do them. So then, what's the fine line between, like I said before, of actually doing something that someone likes and you don't like, and like tell them I don't like that. And just shutting them down, take it in the shorts, and sometimes just go to the chick flick mm-hmm. or or do that because she likes it. Yeah, there's think- got to be compromise. Sorry. Yeah. Oh, good. I was just gonna say there's got to be compromise. You're right. Mm. You can't always have it your way, otherwise you'll never move move forward in a relationship. What are some of the things? How do you not take the baggage of the last relationship into the next relationship? I don't know how you do don't mm. do that. Because everything, Cause everything is in our fresh. lives are based on our life experiences. You're the person you are today based on the experiences you've had in the past, are you not? But isn't it so unfair? Mm. Especially when the new person almost has to pay for the sins of the last person. Well, I guess... I, I, do you ever catch you, yourself? What are you holding the new person accountable to? Are you holding them accountable to something the previous relationship person did? That has nothing to do with the current one. I mean, like, what's an example that you guys can think of that you're holding the new person accountable for cheating? I think you know, yeah. you hear that all the time. You know, they always think the next one's going to cheat. They're looking at my phone. They're calling. You know, asking yeah. who I'm talking to. So I think people that have been burned like that probably are more insecure with other pe- other relationships. 
and trusting. So, but I think it all winds down to like, how much does that person mean to you? Cause is yeah. it worth it? Yeah. You see yeah. people in, in marriages and re- long-term relationships that marriages you go sorry. like, wow, gotta, gotta they chill. put up with like crazy stuff from their spouse, but, but they're still together to them because their spouse brings something else that they like. Well, sometimes that craziness becomes a norm. Mm-hmm. too and, and and that's what that's they're used true. to that's what they've been exposed to i was married 19 and a half years and a little crazy towards the last couple but you know it didn't last just just one of those things but people people stay in crazy relationships forever because you look at them and say i wouldn't do that but you never know until you're in that situation and until it becomes your normal like you said mm-hmm. i think you're in you can be in it so long that it becomes normal yeah so how do you how do you step away from that like I said, how you not bring the last baggage to the new relationship? Do you actively like? I probably have to consci- I pro- consciously. consciously make an effort not to do that because even if somebody did cheat on me in a past relationship, I can't assume that this next person's going to do cheat. the same thing. And if you are at that place where you assume they're going to be a cheater, this new person, then you're not ready to be dating. You need to exactly work on your stuff. Connie, you're so smart. But and then the other thing too is you may not realize you're bringing that. Either. You may not realize that you're holding this person to a different. You know that you're a whole different standard. Mm-hmm. Sounds crazy to me. That's to bring the old relationship into the new relationship. Crazy. That's a different kind of crazy. That's where communication is important because you, you don't realize it. She gets all the bullet points, doesn't she? She comes here. Did you prep her? No. <laughs> My cliff notes are down here. (laughs) How can men be better communicators? Because we suck. Yeah. We suck. Some of you women suck. I was going to say, yeah. Some of you women suck, but we suck bad. I've gotten better because I work with women and and they've taught me. Yes. How have they taught you? Uh, uh, We have uh, short uh, classes once a week. Laura sits me down and, and you hits me with, yeah, with, the, with, the, with the dunce cap, and I get hit with the ruler, and I learn. Yeah. <laughs> well, hopefully you're compensating her well for those lessons. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I let her come in four times a week. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. I can't wait for her to hear it. <laughs> yeah. Shout out to Laura. Whoop. <laughs> Um, I'm sorry, Laura. So how, <laughs> we love you, Laura. <laughs> how can we be better communicators? What? How can how can women help men be better communicators? Because men can't do it on their own. By not freaking out. When they when say something honest. stupid. Yeah. For example. So, so women don't freak out when a guy says something that, well, that they're being honest. When, when you ask a guy very, to be honest, and then he says something completely honest, you just we can't. We get our hurt feelings yeah, hurt, yeah. and we... Strike back like yeah. snakes. And then it's like yeah. a a fight. Yeah. So I think it's it's both sides. Like the guy has to kind of step up and. Be a little gentle. Well, that too. Yeah. Um, but the fact listen. that he. Go ahead. They both have to listen. They yeah. both have to be respectful and not get crazy. But it's almost like a double-edged sword because if the man's not a communicator and then he communicates, sometimes he communicates too rough. Mm-hmm. So you, you almost can't win. Would you rather have no communication or rough communication? I'd rather have rough. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about communication here, Connie. Yes. <laughs> I know what you're talking about. Please. I just want to make sure. Communication, Connie, please. <laughs> <laughs> well, the cross 
crosses over. It crosses over. <laughs> oh, my gosh. But so, I would rather have some form of communication than not, because your relationship does not grow with both of you doing the silent treatment and making an assumption of what the other person wants or needs. Because I think that's what happens when your relationship starts to wane. Both of you quit talking to each other because you're frustrated. And and then there's no communication and you start making assumptions and it just... And there's anger in there. And, it kind of spirals. Well, yeah. And here's the other thing. It hurts either way. So wouldn't you rather be hurt with the truth than a lie or lack of communication? I don't know. No? You it just, didn't hurt sometimes. It hurts. <laughs> That's why they call it hurt. Right. Wow. But, yeah. but, you know, it's easier to move forward with the truth than it is not knowing or not having the correct information, right? Yeah. God, you guys are so smart. How much are you paying us? Yeah. Four days a week. Um, <laughs> dinner. We got dinner. That's right. We that, already got paid. Duh, crockpot, man. That does make sense now that, that I think about it. And But but I'm pretty sure that men had to be cognizant where they have to be a little bit softer. And women, like you said, women need to be more accepting to a less softer thing they get from men. Because that's not what they're used to. Yeah. Yeah. I think we, I hold on to, if somebody, if you communicate with a guy and they're very talkative and, you know, you're holding a conversation and you're both very, you know, it's interesting and you put value on that in your own self too, because you feel like they feel you're valuable because they're interested in what you have to say. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So not just come home and turn TV on and don't communicate. Yeah. I think, or spend the whole night talking about yourself. Yeah, yeah, that's true. But I think there's a lot to be said about it's about how you feel valuable yourself. Mm-hmm. The only reason why we talk about ourselves so much is because we want you guys to know us. But you don't want to know us. Oh, we get to know you eventually. You guys need to know us so we continually tell you about ourselves. <laughs> oh my goodness! Don't throw anything, please. No. Don't throw anything. <clears throat> Well, no, but, you know, for you, like, you know, I've been on dates with guys and it's like that. And you're just like ghosting them. Because, <laughs> like, he didn't ask any. He didn't really. He's not interested in me. He's oh, yeah. interested in me liking him. Yeah. So it's got to be a little bit of a well, well, guys are always because the guy asks out for a date. So the guy's the aggressor. So the guy gets nervous and he just talks about himself. And that can happen to you. Mm-hmm. Just like guys aren't good communicators. Sometimes they aren't good listeners, too. And I find out that listening is like 99% of communication. Yes. Agreed. I agree. Yeah. Or act like like you're listening. (laughs) Which guys do a lot. (laughs) No guy ever does that. Every guy listens 100%. I'm the only one that acts like I'm listening. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What did I say? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. No, but communication is very important. Even on that first date, like you said, you know, if he's talking about himself the whole time, then it's almost like a shutdown. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I agree with you, too, though. I think sometimes you have to give them, do you give them the benefit of the doubt that they're just nervous and yeah. they're going to talk about what they know? That's true. Yeah, because, you know, you should routinely. So do you shut them down after the first date or do you give them a second date? What's, what's the, 
Or is it like deal breakers? It won't be a deal breaker, but <laughs> if it happened on the second gate date and they don't ask me about anything about, about me, you, but why yeah. are you on a date? I go on a date, especially your first date, to get to know the other person. Person, you you already know yourself. Why you do you get need to, to know hear each more other. About yeah, yourself? yeah. I can understand being nervous, but I think there's a there's some scapegoat in the sense of if I am asking you all the questions and I'm not talking much about myself, then I don't have to, you know. This happened to a friend of mine where she went out with this guy, I think it was two months ago, and every date was about him and his family. She finally said, hey, look, you know nothing about me. And then it got better because she took the time to, to stop the crazy and say, hey, what about me? And now they're going out, so it does work out. Well, that's good that he listened. Yeah. And did he admit that he did that? Did yeah. he realize he did that? He did. Because, yeah, there's only so much I can take when they don't ask about me because then there's the value. They don't really value about, value anything about yeah, me but in they'll, my life. Yeah, but they'll learn about you later. <laughs> when? Like after the, <laughs> after the marriage? And after the marriage. <laughs> hey, after the first two kids? Hey, what's your favorite color? <laughs> Daddy, Mommy. <laughs> I think that's a good time to learn Wait, about your, your spouse. Name? Yeah. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Say my name. Oh my gosh. <laughs> so we got communication, deal breakers, expectations. Out of all those, what's uh, how would you rank them? I think communication stop. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's the only way you can get through things. <clears throat> Whether it's good or bad. Crazy, non-crazy. So communication can help all the other ones combined. Yeah, so what you should do a podcast on teaching guys on how to communicate. Yeah. (laughs) Wow. I don't think there's enough hours in the day. Yeah, I don't know where you'd start. I know. Where would you start? (laughs) Oh, good. I like good. (laughs) Do you like? Do you like? Do you like? You like like what I like? Good. Oh, no. Bye. Oh, there you go. We just did it. It's over. God, that was a quick... God, that was a quick lesson. Feel good. Don't feel good. No, thank you. Bye. Oh, we want to thank Connie. Jessica for coming out. We're going to close this up and I hope everybody out there has a good day. We'll talk to you later. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.